Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in Second uh, Kings five, uh, one through um, eighteen, and this is preparations to build for building the temple. When Hiram, king of Tyre, king, heard that Solomon had been anointed king to succeed his father David, he had he sent his envoys to Solomon because he had always been on friendly terms with David. Solomon sent back his this message to Haram. You know that because of the wars waged against my father David from all sides, he could no not build a temple for the name of the Lord his God, till the Lord put his enemies under his feet. But now the Lord my God has given me rest on every side, and there is no adversary or disaster. I intend, therefore, to build a temple for the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord told my father David, when he said, Your son, whom I put on the throne in your place, will build the temple for my name. So give orders that cedars of Lebanon be cut for me. My men will work with yours, and I will pay you for your men whatever wages you set. You know that we have no one so skilled in felling timber as the Sidonians. When Hiram heard Solomon's message, he was greatly pleased and said, Praise be to the Lord today, for he has given David a wise son to rule over his great nation. So Hiram sent word to Solomon, I have received the message you sent me and will do all you want in pro providing the cedar and pine logs. My men will haul them down from Lebanon to the sea, and I will float them in rafts by sea to, to the place you specify. There I will separate them, and you can take them away, and you are to grant my wish by providing food for my royal household. In this way, Haram kept Solomon supplied with all the cedar and pine logs he wanted, and Solomon gave Haram 20,000 course a wheat as food for his household in addition to 20,000 baths of pressed oil olive oil Solom, Solomon continued to do this for Haram year after year the Lord gave Solomon wisdom just as he had promised him there were peacefully were peaceful relations between Haram and Solomon and the two of them made a treaty King Solomon conscripted laborers from all Israel, 30,000 men. He sent them off to Lebanon in shifts of 10,000 a month, so that they could. They spent one month in Lebanon and two months at home. Adon Aram was in charge of the forced labor. Solomon had 70,000 carriers and 80,000 stonecutters in the hills, as well as 3,300 for foreman who supervised the project and directed the workmen at the king's command they removed from the quarry large blocks of quality stone to provide a foundation of dressed stone for the temple the craftsmen of solomon and haram and the men of gebal cut and prepared the timber and stone for the building of the temple okay so let's go ahead to the new testament um which will be in Hebrews once again. Just give me one second. Um, okay, so 
we will head there. Um, let's go ahead and head there, and we'll read the scripture. Hope everyone is having a great day today. And just give me a second, I'm heading to Hebrews. All right, so worship in the earthly tabernacle is the title. Let's go ahead and begin reading the scripture. Now, the first covenant had regulations for worship and also an earthly sanctuary. A tabernacle was set up in its first room with where the lampstand, the table, and the consecrated bread. This was called the holy place because behind the second curtain was a room called the most holy place which had the golden altar of incense and the gold covered ark of the covenant. The ark contained the gold jar of manna, Aaron's staff that had been budded and the stone tablets of the covenant. Above the ark were the cherubim of the glory overshadowing the atonement cover. But we cannot discuss these things in detail now. When everything had been arranged like this, the priests entered regularly into the outer room to carry on their ministry. But only the high priests entered the inner room, and that only once a year, and never without blood, which he offered for himself, for the sins the people had committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit was uh, was showing by this that the way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed as long as the first tabernacle was still standing. This is an illustration for the present time, indicating that the gifts and sacrifices being offered were not able to clear the conscience of the worshiper. They are only a matter of food and drink and various ceremonial washings, external regulations applying until the time of the new order. The Blood of Christ when Christ came as a high priest of the good things they already that are already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle. That is not man-made. That is, is to say, not a part of this creation. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, having obtained eternal redemption the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean how much more then will the blood of christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself embellished to god cleanse our conscience from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living god for this reason, Christ is a meditator of meteor, a, a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. In the case of a will, it is necessary to prove the death of the one who made it, because a will is in force all when somebody has died. It never takes effect while the one who made it is living. This is why even the first covenant was not put into effect without blood. When Moses had proclaimed every commandment of the law to all the people, he took a blood of calves together with water, scarlet wool, and branches of hyssop, and sprinkled the scroll of all the people. 
He said, This is the blood of the covenant which God has commanded you to keep. In the same way, he sprinkled the blood both on the tabernacle and everything used in its ceremonies. In fact, the law required that nearly everything be cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness. It was necessary then for the copies of the high heavenly things to be purified with these sacrifices. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter the man-made sanctuary that was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself, not to appear for us in God's presence. Nor did he enter heaven to offer himself against the again and again the way the high priest enters the most holy hold on for a minute I'm trying to turn the page here. holy place every year with blood that is not his own then Christ would have had to su suffer many times since the creation of the world but now he has appeared once for the, and all at the end of the ages to do away with the sacrifice of himself sin by the, sorry to do away by the sin by the sacrifice of himself just as man is destined to die once and after that to face judgment so christ has sank, sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people and he will appear a second time not to bear sin but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him let's go ahead and close in prayer dear god i just praise you i thank you for everything you've done I ask that your will be done in our lives. I ask that you watch over us and keep us safe. Thank you for dying on the cross for our sins, Lord. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.